Ooh, no. Right to the ground and go get it. I am your host, Mike Man, representing MBMG all day, every day. Back with another episode of the hottest thing smoking. Rapper Weed TV, the podcast. Go ahead, flame them if you got them. Because the back was burning. We're going up on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Pocket Cast, Anchor, and wherever you stream and listen to music and or podcasts. Oh, it's loud, lately loud circle for me because of COVID. I'm not passing. I need 12 feet, 6 for the COVID, 6 for your kind of ass blunt. You tap that notification button. We got a circle. Hey, We're back, man. A very... A very, very eventful week. There is a lot of shit that went down. And we're going to touch bases on a few things. Most most notably, the Indian Red Boy situation, this and Nipsey Hussle's mural, and the ultimate get back that stemmed from that. We're going to talk about the space race of course uh yeah rich people stuff and good segue to that Drake on a date doing rich people stuff and of course something that shocked the world this weekend shout out to fellow Louisianian Dustin Poirier who basically won by TKO against Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Getting tongue-tied. <laughs> but you know, flame them if you got a man. Let's get into it. Weekend was, I don't know. My weekend was painful. I haven't posted my social media like I've been posting me going to the gym lately as far as being back in the gym playing basketball and you know I haven't been able to do that because they've been just refurbishing the court at the gym so haven't been able to get in there got one got a hoop right here in my driveway but you know it'd be too hot to get out there or too humid but you know Today the gym opens and we might get up in that thing. But uh, Conor McGregor, man, I don't know why I keep getting tongue-tied. Just woke up. It's coffee, coffee with my coffee hour. Uh, yeah, but the Conor McGregor fight against Dustin Poirier from Lafayette, Louisiana. Shout out Lafayette, Louisiana. I love Lafayette. I love Louisiana in general. You have to be from there to But. Or you have to know the right spots. To love them. But. Uh, that shit. The Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. Fight was. A mind blower. To say the least. I did not watch the fight per, per se. But. When I did learn that it was going down, you know, I kind of tuned in and I caught, like, I guess, what 
everybody displayed as the last few minutes of the fight or I I don't know if it was in real time as it happened when I saw it but I know I saw something that was after the fact and the way his leg looked man oh my god that shit looked like some shit happened on a football field like his shit looked just like when Alex Smith shit fucked up when uh who who else was that when uh I I can't remember off the top of my head that's what it does to you sometimes you forget short term memory shit but um yeah that looked like a football injury man and for him to step or try to step in the punch like damn me watching MMA, what fucks me up is, I think I seen a clip one time where guy was kicking and kicking and kicking and bam, his leg snapped. Now, the sight of your leg flapping around like that, or the sight of your leg going limp and you falling over and just twisting and bending back in an awkward ass position, so basically not in its normal fashion. Like, leg doesn't bend forward or sideways. And, you know, at the knee, it doesn't, you know, unilaterally goes any way you want it to go with ease or, or without some pain. Like, shit. But, man. You know, Dustin Poirier, uh, he said that and called Conor McGregor a cocky little fuck. <laughs> basically now McGregor's claim of his wife Poirier's wife being in his DMs you know that's some shit that who knows it could be a ploy to get Poirier wild riled up and I think it did cause he wanted to beat his ass man Connor sitting on the ground with his leg already snapped in half, telling this man, your wife, in my DMs. Like, bro, you are. I think McGregor is lucky that a kid from Poirier didn't do that shit. Because that dude probably would have kept on kicking till that motherfucker came off. Just saying, the way that shit look, and the way he has animosity towards you and all that shit. I don't know if it's for the hype of the sport, or for the fight or the match or whatever. I mean, you know, there are some elements in there for that, where they just doing this for the show. But, bro, come on, like some shit you don't do and say, and the part about. You know, the wifey and you showing the DMs and hey, that'll make that motherfucker want to kill your ass in the ring. Seeing his wife, his wife is a man, but you know, you know how it is. And, uh, yeah, this nigga here, I don't know. They saying a lot of people. Basically, the people who betted on that fight, 
Like Mayweather made a cool eighty-four thousand off this shit. <laughs> he bet fifty-one thirty-four. But you know, some people who were betting it was gonna go the distance or at least pass the first round or pass the first round and a half going into two rounds because you know MMA that shit can come in the blink of an eye you blink 20 seconds in this nigga already laying down on the mat out cold so but uh they saying the main event did create betting confusion and kept off a unique card. McGregor's inability to begin the second round qualified the result as a Dustin Poirier TKO in the first round. Cashing proposition bets in the neighborhood of 9 to 1 odds. That also means the fight went under 1.5 rounds. The first 7 minutes and 30 seconds of the clock. Initially maybe for about 30 seconds or so a lot of guests are unsure but then they realized the ruling of the unusual situation it was also mentioned on the broadcast uh mcgregor closed as an underdog for just the third time in his ufc career losing in each of the past two situations <laughs> yeah so, it's a possibility. I don't know. And they're talking about him fighting Jake Paul next. Or Jake Paul is talking about fighting him next. I don't know. I know one thing. He trolled the fuck out of his ass. A hundred... A $100,000 chain. Made of... Well, commission of... Conor McGregor. And it looked like his leg was broken on the chain. But I don't know. It looked like one of those ceramic pieces or some shit, or they could be like a ivory or something or opal type sh- shit they painted. But yeah, it resembles, you know, the charm on the necklace resembles, or it's supposed to resemble Connor McGregor and you know Jake Paul just trolling his ass. He wants him next now. Me person, it's a possibility McGregor might be done. I see him going into that, the movie, you know, action hero shit or super villain type shit roles from here on out. Because, bruh, the last fight you had, your leg was fucked up. And I think it was the same leg. No, I know, I think it was the other one. Either way, it was a leg injury. Yaz was limping about it that last time. This time, he came out on the stretcher. But Poirier, the Louisiana native from Lafayette, you know, he just... I don't know if he's trying to step into the role as, you know... Because like I say, it might be over for McGregor. So they're going to need a new image to step in to emulate what he emulated or to exude what the fuck he exuded. 
This is Rapper Weed TV, the podcast. I'm your host, Mike Man. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Cheers. Well, now this is Mike Man of the Rapper Week TV, the podcast, representing MPMG all day. Just want to say a quick thank you to all the supporters and listeners of the podcast. Currently going up in 75 cities and 30 states and 12 cities internationally. So just want to uh, take a moment to say thank you, appreciate it, and very grateful for those who have given me a little bit of their time uh, doing this podcast. So going up in 75 cities, 30 states in the U.S., seven countries worldwide, 12 cities internationally. So we thank you, man. All day, every day from Rapper Week TV the podcast. You got a small business, event, or product that you need to promote? You can get a one month ad placed on Rapper Week TV the podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and more. Whether you stream this music or podcast, we have current regular listeners in seven countries and throughout the U.S. And you can get a one month ad today and receive one month free. Serious inquiries only. Just send an email to TV Podcast at Yahoo. Enter promotion code RWTV25. That's RWTV25. And for more informo- information, just hit the email below. TV Podcast at Yahoo.com. I'm Mike Man, NBMG all day. Chill. And we're back. Rapper Week TV, the podcast. I'm your host, Mike Man, representing BMG all day. A day coffee with my coffee. Chopping it up about McGregor, man. Like, do you think he's done? Do you think he's done? I see him going into the movie role like John Cena, you know, Rampage Jackson, you know, that type of shit. You know, wrestlers and MMA fighters who've gone on to, you know, do acting. He's going to be probably as big as The Rock if he can get his acting together. Like, I know some of the UFC shit is acting, but he plays the part well. You know, he's been in commercials, this and that. So I'm quite sure he can adapt. He'll be a, he's going to be almost like a John Cena slash Rock type of superstar once he you know gets into it or dives into it but as far as him fighting Jake Paul if he does I see that being his last possible fight because Jake Paul fuck around and knock you out your career is over from that point but I think the talk is gonna get to him the chatter and shit, the back and forth, the internet trolling, the antics from Paul, it's gonna get to him. And he's gonna give in and give him the fight. Especially there's gonna be a bag to be made to him. You know, might as well go out at the end, have your acting shit lined up, go out here, 
all whooped your ass. You know, you going out like that. But if he doesn't, well, at least you have some kind of dignity. Then you going into the mute, the movie. So that's when I see McGregor. I can almost see his ass being in a fucking some alt type rock band or some shit. He is Irish, so you know, no disrespect or nothing like that. Just saying, you know. I could see him doing some grunge type shit like that. But, yeah, next up. Did you even watch the fight? And what did you think when you saw that injury? Like, that shit, when I saw the replays, bro, I didn't watch the fight live, but when I saw the replays, god damn. I had to turn away, turn that shit off, because I ain't even trying to. Like, bro, you just thought of that shit. But, uh, next up, man. Uh, gotta talk about this Indian red boy rapper who was shot in the face during an Instagram live chat from inside his car. Uh, this shit and that shit was wild. I mean, all the videos of people basically on live getting gunned down or shot at that shit is mind boggling for one but the whole grand scheme of all this shit the result basically karma almost coming back this shit is it's it's mind boggling now quite sure you've seen that story like group of uh, group of uh, blood bloods basically disrespected the mirror of the late great Nipsey Hussle. Now a lot of people don't consider Nip a legend or you know whatever. It's to your own opinion. Me myself, he's legendary. Just from being just from being able to do some shit that nobody thought of and become successful like Nipsey Hussle blew up and and this is how I don't think people don't you know really think about shit before they get to jumping on the bandwagon or this and that just think about it the only rapper who was ever able to put the price tag of a hundred dollars on a tape on one tape and sold that motherfucker and bam legendary status we talking about him now had he still been alive today man he'll be he'll be out of there bro his star power would be you know out of this world if he was still alive so you know condolences to the late great Nipsey Hussle but you know your opinion of him being legendary or whatever you want to say that's on you but think about it the only man to ever 
In this rap game, think about all your favorite rappers, your heavy hitters, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z. None of them have ever placed a price tag of $100 on one tape. I think it was a mixtape. And then put that shit out and let it blow up like it did. A million. A million just off the... Off that. On its own. That's some legendary shit. So, I mean, you can have your opinion, but... Nah. In my eyes. And then you factor in the talent. You know. But basically, you know... Yeah, Indian Red Boy and... Some of his clicks, they got together... And, you know, they went to the mural of Nipsey Hussle and they defaced him. He was also seen with guns and flashing gang signs and gun signs in his Instagram photos during the incident were, or after the incident of defacing Nipsey Hussle's mural. And... It seemed like that shit was like almost. I'm gonna call it what it is, bro. Like that shit was they was on your ass from the rip. Once they found out who it was, and then, hey, I'm just saying, I get you gotta do gangster shit if you're gonna be in the game, and one form of being gangsters letting the motherfucker know yeah I was here I did this and you know that kind of got them that's what kind kind of got the radar on them from the rip and like being in that gang shit man in the way that the world is now let alone with you posting shit on Instagram cameras are everywhere bro people all have their phones out they seeing you you know like knowledge of you your your whereabouts that shit can be dropped to the right people and you had cowboy you know Nipsey Hussle's homeboy Ace Boom You know, once he came there and seen that shit, and you know what it is. I mean, bruh, I'm not even in the gang, and I know what the fuck that was. And it, the fucked up part about it, he didn't even have to say that. And he didn't say nothing, really. All he said is it's fucked up. Y'all need to check your homeboy, blah, blah, blah. But you know what that mean. Like, come on now. Like, a lot of this shit, I mean, these folks, they been on that shit and getting on that shit because either you have motherfuckers who slip up and, you know, drop clues for motherfuckers to pick up on shit or outright telling. Snitching, basically. But, 
you know, in today's society, in today's world, you got motherfuckers self-snitching. And with technology being like it is, where a motherfucker is able to know your location. Like, bro. I, I don't even know. Just not speaking on what down on his thought process, but my wonder is how did you not know that some shit was gonna come back to you this fast? Like how did you not I not I mean I get it the lifestyle you in you know it's coming back but I mean just spade being a spade the video alone the look on his face the look on his face like I say I'm not talking down on the brother you know condolences to him his family those who affected by his loss but the look on his face bro that's enough to let a motherfucker know right there. This shit for real, for one, which you should know. Everybody knows. But for two, yes, it's coming back. It's coming back. And mm-hmm. like I say, I don't think he knew it was. Well, it's apparent from the video. But for him, he saw... He saw when motherfuckers was pulling up on him. And... From his comment, oh, they ain't finna do shit. Next thing you know, shots ringing out and he hit. Like, bro. That's wild. Coming back like that... That fast. This is Rap Boy TV, the podcast. I am your host, Mike Man, representing BMG all day. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Chill. Boy, now I'm rising ground to go get it. I'm Mike, man, the host of the hottest thing, smoking Rapper Weed TV, the podcast, and Rapper Weed TV. You need photos, videography of your next event, performance, contact the Highlist Photography at 214 749 8794. We won't beat up your budget, but if you don't have a budget, we're willing to work with you. So contact D. Highly's Photography at 214-749-8794. You won't be disappointed. Chill. TV the podcast. I'm your host, Mike Man, representing MBMG all day. Talking about the uh, Indian Red Boy situation, man. Uh, like 
I'm quite sure you've seen the video. If you don't know the backstory, you know, basically a part of I think he a part of the incident of you know Nipsey's mural being defaced of as of lately. And the shit came back quick and fast. Now, you know, it says according to Hawthorne Police, T.I. Goet, no, get the victim suffered multiple gunshot wounds. The suspect fled the scene before police arrived. It appears to have been a walk-up shooting and he appears to have been targeted. Yeah. So, they can say, man, just, just with the thought of technology being like it is and it's advancing more and more, just the thought of it coming back. Like, motherfucker can know your location, bro. They're looking for you. People need money. If somebody fuck around and say, hey, go get them 5K, 10K, whatever K, a few hundred, they need that. They going to get you, bro. Let alone the fact that they love Nipsey Hustle. Beloved by many, Crips and Bloods. And do some shit like that. Like, you know, it's supposedly that they're supposed to be getting out and phasing out that, you know, dissing the dead shit. But, you know, I get with, you know, some of the gang shit that comes with the territory. So, you know, they may have to, you know, diss a dead homie or something every now and then just to prove their point, but, like, what, what are you really doing, like, if, if this is the, the ultimate goal that, you know, now somebody's coming to get you and they'll be dissing you and, you know, the cycle continues, so to speak. But yeah, man, condolences. But real talk, bro, like what you did, like I said, I'm not talking down on them, but what you did, this, there's some shit where you should know that it's gonna come back, bro. It's going to come back. Says he was supposedly shot dead for disrespecting a Nipsey Hussle mural. Uh, He was shot dead on July 8, 2021. Social media users claim it was because he allegedly vandalized the memorial hustle. Motive hasn't been officially established by Hawthorne police, and no arrests have been made. Uh, and it, his, it was, damn, it says, slang was left 
left fans horrified on social media. The video, he was talking to some cat, and you know, and giving out the comments of what people are saying. But he was talking with some cat, and like I say, they say like they saying it was walk up now. So if they walked up and like he said, no, they wasn't on nothing. And next thing you know, bam, once they saw your face or I don't even. But if they saying it was targeted, yeah, they knew it was you, bro. They knew it was you. But uh, you know, the fucked up thing about it. No, like I say, no disrespect. But you never heard of him before, you know, that. So you do something extravagant to the point where it's going to get, you know, some clout for you. But unbeknownst to you, karma is coming back instant. Like, like, like I say, man, Nipsey Hussle is beloved by both games. Probably a lot of other games. So, and <laughs> to be perfectly honest, other than the shit that he had to grow, go through, Nipsey Hustle coming up earlier, you know, in the gang shit and all this and that. But looking at how he moved and lived his life and executed shit toward the end, like. Who, who was Nipsey really fucking with, bro? He wasn't fucking with nobody like that. Be respected by other gangs, other sets, and all that. But they, that's that's a major fucking accomplishment. And on top of the fact that he really ain't fucking with nobody. And with him being dead and gone, he really ain't fucking with nobody. So, you know, you got to call that shit what it is. Like, it, it appears you went clout chasing trying to, you know, blow up off the strength of vandalizing a mural of a legend to get more popping. Like, it's possible. Now, I don't know. Now, is it possible that he could have been the ones involved? Like when Nipsey's murals were being defaced earlier when they came up? They find out you were the culprit then, but you didn't say nothing about your name then. You know, because COVID, you really couldn't do shit. Now the restrictions are lifting up. You can go out here and perform now and do shit, make money. So you do a cloudish move like that. I'm just saying outside looking in. That's what it appears. Like you do some clout-worthy shit like that. And karma comes back instantly. But... Yeah. But uh yeah. Condolences, you know, to those affected. You know. Like what can you really say? I mean, some people will say fuck them, you know, but 
you don't wish death on nobody, but you know, you got people that do. And ultimately they end up perishing or dying and that cycles continues, bro. But next up man, Drake. This nigga Drake out here trying to be stepdad of the motherfucking multiverse or universe or some shit. This nigga Drake. Drake out <coughs> with very lovely young lady who just happens to be the mother of a up and coming basketball phenom and you know basically he's a teammate of LeBron James son Bronny you know Drake basically rented out Dodger Stadium to go out with basketball players mama (laughs) Miss Johanna Leah now her son what's her son name Uh, let's get to her son name yeah out with Johanna Leah her real name is Johanna Elderberg. She's basically the uh, Amari Bailey's mom. You know, he plays basketball with Bronny James, LeBron James' son. For uh, Sierra Canyon. And, uh, yeah, man, this. <laughs> she's, a, she's a model and television personality. Social media influencer, brand ambassador, and entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, she was at the game. Well, you know, she's going to be at the game because her son's playing. But, you know, that was the game that Drake popped up. You know, LeBron, you know, LeBron's going to be there because, you know, his son's playing. But that's the game where, you know, Drake and Michael B. Jordan was there. And, yeah, you can see why, you know, that's Drake being Drake, but, yeah, you can see why, looking at him, why he would, you know, but, I don't know, it says she's married, or she's probably formally married, but, I don't know, what the fuck, they ain't gonna rent out no damn Dodger Stadium just to be, you know, having a, uh, Talk about your son and all this and that. Unless with her being a brand ambassador and social media influencer, or you know, could have been business or an entrepreneur, so it could have been business. Yeah, I don't know. She she could have some business uh, dealings where you know it could have been. Actually having some shit to do with Dodger Stadium. I don't know. But yeah. Thursday night. Uh, sister station KABC's helicopter spotted the Grammy award winning artist with his date. Alongside the third baseline in front of the dugout. With an assortment of fools surrounded by them. And what 
appears to be multiple vases filled with flowers. Adding to the extravagance was an apparent waiter at a separate table just feet away from the pair. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You have the little serving and everything. Boy, this boy trying to be stepdaddy of the year. God damn it. Oh, for the next five years. That'll be fucked up. <laughs> hey, like, like I say, hey, you can't blame him, but, bruh. Yeah, she look like she's not trying to entertain it, but, you know, the helicopter flying over and shit. My thing, well, it is Dodger Stadium. It's the news, you know, they're going to pan over the city, you know, for B-roll and all that. And, you know, Dodger Stadium probably knew no game was going on. And you see it lit up and you just happen to pan the camera down and zoom, zoom, zoom in. Oh, shit, there go Drake. Drake, who the hell is that? Oh, shit, that's Amari Bailey's mom. So, yeah. <sighs> but they say randomly. Don't give me that random shit, bro. That was damn your paparazzi. Paparazzi-ish. <laughs> yeah, Drake. Yeah, you're gonna be stepdad of the year, man. And give him that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. The uh, Virgin Galactic Space Race, Jeff Bezos Space Race and all that, well, you know, I'm quite sure you saw that footage, but would you pay to go to space? Now, me, I have trouble just being on a motherfucking airplane sometimes for a long period of time, especially when you have a lot of turbulence and shit. Could you imagine taking your ass up? Like, Father, matter of fact, I never thought of that. If we're 30,000 feet, how much further do I have to go before we out of space? I don't know, but shit, just that height alone just be bothering the fuck out of me sometimes. Like, flying to fucking Puerto Rico or some shit. Like, that height, like, bro, 30,000 feet. Above water, like shit. <laughs> yeah, I have trouble just, you know, on long flights and shit like that. Like, nigga, two hours is like over an hour is too damn long for me. But can you imagine taking your ass up to the edge of, of the fucking earth, viewing the curve of this motherfucker? Were well, you paid to see that shit? But Richard Branson and them, they just did this shit. And, you know, that shit finna go up. Literally, as far as stocks, just the interest of space, my thing. Now, this is what I'm wondering. Because y'all make this shit. I mean, you almost couldn't make this shit up. Like, keep in mind, just these last few months alone 
the chitter and chatter of more UFO talk. Now, I looked and basically, you know, did a little research on, I just pulled up Virgin Galactic. Now, come to, come to figure out, they're based in New Mexico. Now, if they have bases in New Mexico, I'm quite sure they have a testing lab out there, a proving grounds or some shit, where they're out there testing these damn gadgets and gadgets. So, that could ultimately, you know, be the talk that you've been hearing about the UFOs and all this shit. Because they're over here testing out some shit. They don't... I mean, they're a private-owned company. So they really don't have to... You know, other than FF... The FFA... Or the FAA, I mean. Federal Aviation Administration. Whatever. Yeah, FAA. So I think they would just have to let them know as far as air traffic. But... Come on now. Rich billionaire like him, I know they out there testing some shit. So it could be. And he's been doing this shit for a long time. Trying to get into space for a long time. So they could have been developing shit for years. And that could be the hype around the UFO chatter that you hear. Because a lot of this shit was coming up over there in the deserts and over there California and that's basically his fucking region where region of operation so could it be Virgin Galactic in their quest to get to the moon testing out all their you know gadgets and gadgets they probably could have sparked the fucking UFO talk because you know I get they have to announce to the FAA AA sometimes but you know all the times and if they've got some shit they working on and they just rolled out the assembly line and they want to roll out and test it out tonight they gonna do it oh we gotta get federal oversight blah 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 somebody gotta tip now fuck it let's go this just we just going up the road and back just you know like you testing a goddamn you know old school that's been sitting up in somebody's yard that you just bought oh I'm just going up the street coming back see if it run kicking the tires so to speak and y'all don't actually spark the UFO talk cause my thing is why the fuck is everybody trying to get to space now if there is UFO talk <laughs> like y'all rush like bruh if there's talk of UFOs appearing around this motherfucker and why are y'all rushing to get to space if no motherfuckers are apparently or allegedly coming here I don't know <laughs> but hey that's rich people shit they got it like that they can get it like that I guess they can do it like that but man would you pay to take your ass up there to the edge of space? It's quite soon what they're trying to look like, what it appears like. They're going to make that shit damn near like a southbound, southwest flight. <laughs> but instead of goddamn $79, goddamn, you're going to have to pay a little bit more. 
You might have the economy lines that'll get your ass almost to the edge. Because quite sure it's going to be other companies popping up trying to develop shit. Because now, <sighs> yeah, you got thrill seekers and enthusiasts, adrenaline junkies. They're going to be trying this shit. They're going to be doing it. So I know it's they got they're going to have a market for it. But would you try it? I'm not. Fuck it. I have a hard time flying from here to Las Vegas or Colorado or California or wherever. <laughs> So, but y'all let me know what y'all think in the comments, and, you know, been a very eventful week, we'll chop up, you know, more content as it comes, and we may even touch more of these subjects, like the Indian Red Boy, I don't know, we might have to go back into that one, cause, you know, that's some shit though, but, uh, you know, y'all continue to stay safe, stay breezy, stay sanitized, stay dangerous, stay the fuck out the way, man. And stay tuned for more episodes of the Hottest Thing Smoking Rapper Weed TV, the podcast with me, your host, Mike Man, represent MBMG all day, every day. So I literally loud circle for because of COVID. I can't pass. I need 12 feet, six for the COVID, six for your pen of ass blunt. You tap the notification button, we got the circle, man. We're going up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Pocket Cast, wherever you stream or listen to music or podcast, podcast, iHeartRadio also, can't forget iHeart, uh, yeah, thanks to all my listeners, supporters, man, and we'll be back, man, y'all stay tuned, be breezy, chill.